April 15th at the PlayStation Theater. Avantasia. 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 So what's going on? Uh, so there's this concert coming up. It's supposed to be kind of a big deal. It's kind of a... Well, it's a North American exclusive for the for the band. Um, this uh, we know this guy Milton from Infinity Concerts, and he's promoting uh, Avantasia. Which, if you're not familiar, uh, we actually just talked about in the last episode, the power metal episode, uh, because it, they had a song that was such a perfect example of uh, cheesy power metal. And so, uh, which one? I actually haven't listened to that episode yet. Which song? Me either. Uh, it was off the first Avantasia. It's I, oh, I don't remember okay. what it's called, but um, it sounded like power metal. Um, which is because the thing is that I, th- I think their new stuff is less power metal and more something else. So we're gonna we're gonna find out. Well, were they always a super group, or is that like? Well, no, it was always uh, this one dude, Tobias Samet from Ed Guy. Right. Uh, he, uh, I don't know how Ed Guy works, but he like wanted to do something. <laughs> do they separate. do they work? They work. I thought he was like in charge of Ed Guy also. So oh, I, I thought it was weird when he oh, was like. You mean what they're inter right in the in, I, their yeah, internal? I don't know. Sorry, I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe not. he's just overflowing with creative ideas. Probably that are just too big for Ed Guy. Yeah, like a thunder, <laughs> like a thunder. <laughs> My rage. Uh, so uh, anyway, so they're 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 doing a, a very special New York show. Well, they're they're going to be in Toronto, uh, New York, and I think L.A. I thought there was a, a West Coast date. Um, I know, but these are these are like their first ever north american shows is that i the think deal? so yeah i think okay. as an official avantasia thing i know ed guys played in the states before but i don't know if avantasia has um it's didn't, uh, didn't ed guy play Prague power ed guy played Prague power yeah, yeah okay how yeah. long ago was that um i don't know really a while. fucking long well, that's the thing i here's the thing though i think he's just been doing avantasia a lot lately because mm-hmm. ed guy seems to put out an album every like five years or something but avantasia they have so many albums Wait, since how, that first album I mean, that i know how old how old is that space cop thing with the oh right uh that's <laughs> that, a few years old. that's that's an ed guy right sure. yeah right i know um, but i didn't think that was five years old maybe, pretty, the, joke, maybe the joke is just still fresh in my mind i mean it's it's still funny um I mean, what's some, the title we gotta tell the title so people can go look this up so they can see this picture i'll find it because i'm okay so it's ed guy album. i feel like it's something really it's like called space police or isn't it like just something really dumb i don't remember Space Police Defenders of the Crown. It is, see, it wow. is called it is yes. called Space Police. Like, like that literally sounds like a show they would watch on Futurama, the, or like some eighties like the, computer game. Yeah, but here's the point: you, like everyone who's listening to this and doesn't know what this thing is, you need to Google this so you can see the cover. Okay, it's unreal. Draw your own conclusions. Are there Space Police? There is one Space Cop. And one alien. <laughs> There's a and he has a yeah. gun. The alien or the cop? I don't remember. Okay, yeah, you're right. That actually only came out in 2014. Yeah, yeah. So See, I'm like, I'm like, it was. But before that, I think it was like five years. That's what I was saying. I think oh, there was okay. a huge gap before that because he was just cranking out Avantasia. Because so Avantasia, the first, the first two albums, it was called Avantasia the Metal Opera, and the first two albums were part one and part two, and then after that. Uh, I don't know. It just became a thing. But it, originally, it was like he, it, it became the metal operas, and they thought yeah. that that doesn't work. Just drop that. Plus, it got you know, uh, I don't know, 
less metal and less opera and whatever. Um, the it went from not opera at all to sub zero <laughs> opera. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, anyway, so the the current uh, they're 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 pr- pr- promoting the new, their latest album, uh, which is called Ghost Lights. Uh, but it's the it's the Ghost Lights tour, the rock opera experience. So well, now, see, now it's just a rock opera. So they 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 know oh, it's that no longer a metal opera. They, it's no longer a metal opera. They're of aware of the absence of metal. Yes, uh, and and apparently, and this is I, I just found like the official listing for this. Um, they do have a decent amount of like guest vocalists and stuff. Uh, Michael Kiske and Jorn Land. Michael Kiske from uh, Halloween. Halloween, yeah. And uh, well, and that was the, and I talked about this in the Power Metal episode. Um, the first Avantasia album was the first time Michael Kiske had done anything metal related in like a long time. Why? Because he'd so, done nothing, or he well, no, was af- he left Halloween? He doing he left Halloween, and then he just like was like no more metal. Right, but did did he do something else? He did like pop stuff that wasn't popular. You know, like the, like, the same we, stuff any metal like vocalist Euro, for some reason. Yeah, like Euro pop. Yeah, yeah, but like not even pop. Like more like watered down AOR, I guess, right, or right. something. Just doesn't, like doesn't like every metal vocalist. Right, that's what I'm saying. That? Yeah, every, like every yeah. For some reason, they're, they're at some point they're just like you know I'm not doing metal anymore because I don't know why. I guess I don't know, but they're because like because I'm sick of being broke. I guess, but, but they never make more money. Shows. But they never make more money not doing metal. Right, but somebody gets in their head and tells them, right. "Man, you're so good." You should, because Jorn Land is well, like a legitimately amazing singer. Plus, whatever yeah. the guy is right. Awesome. Plus, whatever terrible band experience they had, they blame on it being a metal oh, yeah, band yeah. rather than just I was in a band with a bunch of douchebags or whatever. You know, well, or like any band. Band just right. being in a band is difficult in general. Exactly. The but no, for people who don't know, so Jorn Land, um, he sang on the. Uh, a couple of the Beyond Twilight albums. Just the first mm. one, actually. Devil's Hall of Fame, that's the only one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's the best one. Yeah. So go listen to that if you haven't heard it. It's kind of cheesy, but, but it's, amazing. it's so good. Yeah. It's also, it's hilarious. There's these um, sort of, like, acted uh, interludes that they're so bad like you can't take them seriously so you don't like you just it's just like comic relief and then the song starts and you're like this song totally rules you like you you don't even like i can't even detract from the album because these things are so dumb you're just like yeah they're just i just pretend they're not there basically they're you know and they're not part of the music but yeah that album totally rules have you heard of solo stuff yorns yeah uh i don't think so if for some reason in 2016 you like Whitesnake, you will love <laughs> yes, your that's true. solo stuff. Well, I don't. The, <laughs> the closest I get to liking Whitesnake is that part at uh, the, almost the end. It's like the last track or second last track. It's it's hard because the tracks aren't clear on um, Crimson 2, right? When it goes, it breaks into the... And the only reason I think of this is because, because Steve pointed it out to me. Like the first time I ever heard the album, uh, like Steve picked me up and I'm in his car and he's like, yeah, this is the white snake part. You just want to grab your girl. And, be like, and it's that, so it's that eighties metal solo. You know the one I'm talking about? Where it's like almost there and it's, and then they like go into the clean part and it's total it's so white snake but that's like <laughs> well, yeah. that's as close as i can get that's, to white snake well, in 2016 and that's, that's, that's from you, 10 years that's ago that's what yorn did when he turned his back on metal is he was just sounded like white snake for like five years yeah he just did yeah. like old like i mean dan swano who loves aor and stuff mm. only managed to sound like white snake for five minutes yeah <laughs> exactly 
And that was enough. Well, and one of the times I saw Yorn at Prog Power, he just came out and like did covers yeah. and sounded like Whitesnake for an hour. Oh, I was like, okay. <laughs> I but, was I I don't think I was there, was I? Or did, no, no. Or did, you weren't okay, there that you year. weren't there with that. All right. Because um, I'm like, I don't remember that. No. So wait, so who else okay, so who else is on this? Uh Yorn Land, Tobias Salmon, Michael Kiske. Who else? Uh Eric Martin. Uh, what's what's he from? Don't know. I know Tony Martin was the dude yeah, in Black Sabbath. It's, it's Eric Martin. Who I wait, love that everyone it's else It's not hates. Eric Martin from uh, Mr. Big, is it? I don't know. I have to look this up now. I wouldn't be surprised. All right, I'll look it up. Uh, the, uh, there's also Ronnie Atkins. They're still cashing checks from Mr. Big, by the way. Oh, of course they are. Didn't they? Uh, did they do like a periodic reunion thing or something? Like they're not. Who, Ron, who, Ronnie Atkins from what? Um, I don't know what he's from either. The Atkins diet. It doesn't say what <laughs> any the of them doc- are from. No, it just lists their names. Is that guy dead? I don't know. He did, I thought he like died from a head injury, like while jogging or something. Probably. That I probably this probably is totally wrong, and everyone <laughs> listening to this is like, "What? We don't fact check." Uh, I mean, yeah, we do not fact check this okay, podcast. It, it is the Eric Martin from Mr. Big. Okay, good call. And Ronnie Atkins, I want to say, has got to be from some other '80s thing. <laughs> What what would make you say that, Matt? Because it sounds familiar, and of course, oh, because everyone else as fuck. on this is from the eighties. So far, everyone is from <laughs> the eighties, or wants to be from the eighties. <laughs> oh, well, when did you when did you Yorn start doing Ingve? It's the guy oh, from Pretty Maids. Know. Well, there uh-huh. you go. Yeah, when, no, <laughs> wait, When did when did Yorn start doing Ingve? No idea. I mean, when does Yorn's career start? I only really I know. I wouldn't be surprised if it was in the 80s. The earliest stuff oh, yeah, is I know late. is well, probably, probably 90s. And Beyond Twilight. Yeah, but I, I, feel Yorn's, like... I think Yorn's like not actually from the 80s. He just. Like, All right, this I actually want to look them. up because I'm curious. He like just missed him, I think. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't care about the Atkins thing. I can be totally wrong about that, but I am curious about when Yorn started his career. But I'm, I thought I'm the 80s were going to last forever. They did last forever. Yeah. They're still happening, man. I got my shutter shades. Oh, you <laughs> no, you guys are right. Years active. But this is according to Wikipedia. So, I mean, I could just edit the page to make it self-serving because I really doubt anyone is going to revert that edit. But it says years active 1993 to, to present. And it, it, uh, Arc and Beyond Twilight are both in apparently his 99 to 2001 period. He did... um. Whatchamacallit. So there's six years. So I he's no almost, idea what he was doing. Yeah. Well, well, there's a lot of bands here I haven't heard of, like The Snakes. <laughs> well, when was That's what I was asking, though, was when he was with Ingve. Because I feel like that's, that's the probably thing. I think he was, how he got He was never start. on an... I don't think he was on... Was he ever on an album? I don't know. I think he I only was... Per, I don't listen to Ingve. Right. No, I, neither do I. I'm pretty sure he wasn't. I'm pretty sure he was just like on a tour and then, and then was like, fuck this guy. And so that's why it's like... Like everybody else? Right. It was like, when was he with Ingve? Uh, I don't know, but it wasn't for very long. Wait, <laughs> talking about being with Ingve, have I, have I told uh, my, my Jens Johansson story on here? I feel like I haven't, because you don't guys don't so. even know it, right? No. The Ingve story? I got to tell is, the story. Sure, this is close enough this, to... This yeah. story is amazing. Okay. So, I don't know if... Uh, so, Joe Stomp told me the story. Okay. <laughs> I like and, where this is going right. already. So, so Joe, uh, I think he told us in class. I think he, 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 like, he didn't just tell me. He told a bunch of us the story. And he, uh, so Jens will, plays keys. He played keys for Ingve, and he plays keys for Joe. Because if you did 
something for Ingve, you can come do that thing for Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so so Joe was like, yeah, work. He's like working with uh, Jens was was interesting. He's like, guy, uh, guy drank this stuff. I don't, I don't know. I'd never heard of it. It was called Natural Light. And we're like, we're like Natty Light. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. And uh, Natural Ice. Oh, Natty Ice. Natty Ice. Gross. He was like, he was like, he's like, he, he's like this. He's, Joe was like, this stuff is terrible. Because Joe drinks like Jack and Coke, whatever. And so he, and he was like, he's like, yeah, this stuff was terrible. And, and, and Jens would, he would, he would get a whole case and he would drink it. And then he would come in the next day and be totally hungover and like drink some more of it to like getting your hair of the dog it or whatever I, i'm probably getting details wrong but this was the, the, the hilarious tidbit but then he said the deal that he had with ingve that jens had with ingve was ingve had him on retainer okay so basically you know you're not doing other stuff so that if i book a tour tomorrow that's going to start in three weeks you're available mm. and um and so he's like, you know, that's pretty, it's a pretty sweet gig. You get paid to do nothing a lot of the time. Like you just be available. Mm. And apparently like Jens decided he wanted to do, and unfortunately, you know, now I was told the story over a decade ago and I, and whatever band it was, was something I didn't listen to. And I don't remember, but like he dropped the retainer deal he had so that he could go do this other project. It might've been Stradivarius. My, maybe he's still that, in Stradivarius. That sounds highly correct. Yeah. Like plausible. So he, so, but I, but here's the, here's the reason where the story's going. I think it might not have oh. been, um, because so he, so apparently like Ingve was not thrilled about this news and especially when he's like, I mean, you got like such a good deal here. I'm like paying you like you don't even have to do anything. So th so whatever the, the project was, like at some point, you know, he was he was free again. This is why I think maybe it wasn't Stradivarius. Might have mm -hmm. been something else that didn't go somewhere. He calls Ingve back up because he like wants to get back on the thing. And and Ingve basically like shut him down. Like oh. like Joe had to Joe. There was like some phrase that he used when he told the story. It, you know, one of those things like I have no son, right? But like that's not <laughs> it because obviously, you right. know, it was some like bam uh, in your face. But uh, but I don't, I don't remember what the exact quote. But apparently, it was a pretty harsh turn down. And yeah. like and like yeah, he was kind of bummed out about that. Just think, he could have one third of one quarter of the stage <laughs> with a laptop all to himself oh man if only he had stayed on that retainer yeah Ouch. sorry it, it might have been i know it's i thought at some point uh he tried out for dream theater and then that like fell through or something i wonder if that oh, was part of it, it i don't know i feel like i would have remembered that because yeah. that would have been even more hilarious yeah but i don't know i don't think that was that probably wasn't it um but anyway, I really need to tell that story. We're yeah. we're way off base here. Okay, so what? So we were trying to figure out who else is on this thing or what they're from. So Ronnie Atkins is from Pretty Maids. Yes. Okay, who else is on this? Uh, those are all the. Okay, so the lead vocals are Tobias Sammet, Michael Kiske, Eric Martin, Ronnie Atkins, Yarnland. Uh, backing vocals are Amanda Somerville and Herbie Langens. I don't know who either. They of those both are. sound familiar, but I don't know who they are either. They've probably been backing vocalists for other European yeah, metal stuff. Amanda Somerville sounds familiar, but 
Um, I mean, Somerville's a neighborhood in Boston. That's yeah. <laughs> Guitars are Sasha Paith and Oliver Hartman. Where are they from? Uh, Sasha Paith is like a big producer. He produced like uh, Camelot for a really long time. I don't know if mm. he's still doing them. Okay, the um, name was familiar. Yeah, he's like a he's a big producer, but he also plays guitar on in like a bunch of bands or something. Um, Wait, Camelot's still a thing. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, dude, they're 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 huge fucking still. making bank. Oh they're God. bigger yeah. than ever. You, they did that stuff with Shagrath or Shagrath, <laughs> however you want to yeah. say it, and then like, yeah, no, the worse you get, like you know, the more, wow. the more people flock to it. The <laughs> other thing is he probably awesome. he probably played guitar on way more things than he's credited for because yeah. like that's you know that happens. Well, yeah, he's, he's known for being like a producer too. So right, like, that's what I'm saying. You're producing the thing yeah. and you're like, let me just fix your parts yeah. because you can't play or you don't know how to write a song. And I remember, then they just yeah, do it. I remember seeing a lot of power metal albums with like a credit that he played a solo or something. And I'm like, why do I care about that? But they're like, well, he produced our album. So, all right. And, uh, there's a bunch of Scandinavian names for all the other instruments and, uh, I haven't heard of any of them. So moving on. Uh, so just for backstory again, like I personally listened to the first Avantasia album and then the second one came out, and even though it was like part two, I listened to it and I was like, eh, it sounds uh, like that other album I already have. So I'm out. And, yeah. and I haven't listened to it. I haven't, really, since. I haven't really listened to a lot of it because w- when I became aware of it, it was when, you know, like if I was not listening to classical music, I was listening to metal and it wasn't very metal. Yeah. That's all I really remember yeah. was I was like, this isn't very metal. Yeah. And I, and I stopped listening. Yeah. But that was, a, I mean, that was a long time ago. You got me, man. And I mean, you, you I, haven't found heard out, and, I found out about them when I kind of stopped listening to any of that music. Yeah. So, so uh, with that in mind, I, now I heard one song from this newest album because it was apparently uh, in the preliminary for Germany's uh, Eurovision uh, preliminary contest. When is that again? It got third when place. When are we watching that? Well, the thing is, wait. So, so this is the thing. I was, I thought it was actual Eurovision. It was just the uh, the German, the German preliminary because yeah. the actual Eurovision's in May. Um, but Sick. they got third place in Germany. Uh, that's still pretty damn close to actually going to Eurovision. What which Avantasia? Been, yeah. Oh, whoa. Um, well, yeah. Depending but, on well, wait, Germany once you hear the song, you'll year. you'll be like, oh, of course they did well. <laughs> um, but anyway, so so having so we're gonna we're gonna listen. To, now the the tour supposedly is like because I guess they it's a I think it's the first time playing uh, as Avantasia in North America and so they're doing like a like a full retrospective uh, uh, supposedly of like all their stuff or whatever but it's they're playing also, all the hits right they're playing all the hits but it's also still promoting the new album so we're gonna uh, listen to some of that and see how that goes something else that sounds a lot like. <laughs> I know it. I just, I just want enough of it to play so I don't call it out before people like have a chance to like catch it. This is very uh, '80s action movie montage. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Wait, is this g- c- chorus? Oh, I mean, I suppose they had like. How many singers did we just rattle off? Ten? So yeah. I guess there's going to be a lot of harmonized chorus stuff. Is there any gang vocals? Because that would like really make it for me. There, I know there were on the, the first album. I don't know if they're on this one. The other what? thing is, this what sounds... is like a raging fire? There's a... Uh, 
there's a Japanese group called Gem Project that does that that you have to check out. It's ridiculous. It's all like gang vocals? Yeah. Any song that rhymes desire, like, <laughs> I have a really hard time taking it seriously. So when I first heard this, I thought, it sounds like, like, a lot like Meatloaf, really. Oh my god. And then I happen to go on, uh, bring it down a little, uh, and then I, and then I go on Wikipedia, and what do I find that apparently... He actually intended to have Meatloaf sing the lead for this song, and that can his, he still? Well, that's the thing. His management was initially positive about having him perform on it, but for unknown reasons, they ultimately declined. Yeah, now there's two possibilities. The he can't hit any notes. Yeah. This is what Meatloaf sounds like now. Yeah. And I'm not exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. If you find like the latest, and he's put out like multiple live DVDs since since that's what he sounds like, because I don't think he knows. But he has that's like sad. he has a bunch of backup vocalists who basically pick up the slack and they make a show out of it anyway. Even though he's like, you know, lumbering across the stage <laughs> now. And uh, but I mean, he's super old now, so you know what do you expect. But that is a career I will never understand. Oh, you it's... just there's no explaining it to me. It just it happened. <laughs> oh, you mean you don't get why it happened? Yeah, I, I don't get it. Because the writing on the first album was... Dude, Jim Steinman is a hugely successful sure. songwriter. And he wrote all the successful Meatloaf stuff. Yeah. So, I mean... You, you, I get it, but I listen to it, and I still don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> He's no Loggins. Yeah. Well, no. That's, that's a whole but no one is. No one. But at the same time, this song is also no actual Meatloaf. Because it was written by Tobias Sammet and not Jim Steinman. Okay, and I've also have had enough of it. Oh, it's almost over anyway. I'll just let this. I'll just let the first song finish. Yeah, that's that's questionable. Yeah. Break it down. Like I get it. You like meatloaf, but. This next song is called Let the Storm Descend Upon You. It's a long title. It is. That uh, that piano words. sample there. They just had... it. I don't know. Well, I wasn't really listening that closely. But the piano at the end of the last song at least kind of sounded real. This one sounds totally fake. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe... Oh... Dude, I wonder if because they needed this to be so quantized, they were just like, just punch it into the sampler. <laughs> we're not going to actually play that. We're, I can't play piano well enough to have it both quantized and with zero dynamics. The, the other thing that uh, I remember from the first Avantasia, which did not surprise me, was that since Tobias Stamet wrote all of it, he is... Uh, Traditionally a vocalist, but he also like writes and plays I think the keys in the studio But the keys in like Ed Guy and Emantasia like they've never been that complex or anything So he, he's writing on the, the keys, but he's you know, so he's pretty much just writing like one four or five progressions and stuff on the keyboard and then the guitar comes in and plays chugga 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 over it and there's like there's like no riffs right, right. there's no guitar riffs on Avantasia because that would require a guitar player to write one 
<laughs> and he would just be like, hey, settle down, buddy. Like, It's my job. This sounds like a riff, but it's not really. You know what I mean. R guitar players know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, guys? This sounds an awful lot like the first Deputation. I can't hear. That's what he said. No, I, I can oh, hear. Okay. <laughs> I heard him say, I can't hear. <laughs> and I'm like, well, then maybe music wasn't the thing for you. <laughs> What? <laughs> Can't? What? Can they? I'm very confused. What do we? What is this about? Because like, because like. I, I don't know. We I have we're no in idea. the second song, and I have no idea what this is actually let's, about. Let's it's, try to find out. It's heavy on metaphor, but without the context, I'm just confused. Never like the darkness. <laughs> Wait, it no, might no. burn your soul away. Somebody's listened to a lot of Dio. No, at first, I thought he meant it like it was never like the darkness. Yeah. But you're right. It, yeah. That it parses the other way. <laughs> uh, great. Uh, so. It concludes the plot started on the previous album. So oh, I guess so we have to look at what the last album some context. was about. We did the last one end on a cliffhanger. I don't know. I refuse to find out. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I, I can read up on what this album's about, but if you're just... Uh, I hear, I'll read the description anyway. Uh, the story follows the protagonist as he continues his journey... The protagonist. ...with a group of scientists... Willing to find a way to align everybody's personalities so they can understand each other and make the world a better place. What? Okay, what That's the fuck feel was good for me. your stupid? What Just, was? No. Oh yeah, I want to read. I want to read how, how they described the previous album because. Oh good, the previous album is called The Mystery of Time. I'm sure that, because that's what that was about, right? There was a lot of time involved in that description that I just read. Just uh, scientists, though. The unsolved uh, mystery Sasha Pape is also apparently the producer of Avantasia. Okay. Because uh, he described The Mystery of Time as, it is a more fantastic production. Fantastic is in quotes. Based on a little bit more... So I think he means fantastical, as right, in right, fantasy. Right, more fantastical production, based a little bit more on orchestra work and keyboards. I hate it more when More than other Avantage albums? Well, like, what? I, and I hate it when people say, like, orchestral and, or what things like that, because it's like, this sounds nothing like anything right. any orchestra has ever done. It just means you that there are, the oboe patch... There are orchestra sounds, is literally like, all it yeah, means. Yeah, I know. It doesn't it's mean, just, like, orchestra. Uh, yeah. Right. Hey, when are we making those Nobo shirts? <laughs> I'm what, dead when, are you, when are you making those Nobo uh, shirts? It's all, it's, that's sounds like something you should do. <laughs> the story uh, in Wikipedia for this is really short. It says the album booklet describes the story 
So take the time to follow me into a small old English town during the Victoria era and join a young agnostic scientist by the name of Aaron Blackwell as he is forced to explore the coherencies of time, God, and science. Torn belief, belief in his professional conviction, his spiritual intuition, love, and a lodge of scientific occultists. What the fuck? I don't know what this... That doesn't tell I, yeah, me anything. That, I don't was, know what the fuck this is about at all. Was that a sentence? I'm, like, a, I'm very confused. But it made it to number two on the German album charts. <laughs> what charts? On the German album charts. Uh, the is, German is just, ones. Well, you know how like we have... There's like a million different sub charts. Right, but this is like the top... Like, like the, like, they're, like, top 200 or whatever, like, Billboard. The German national Billboard chart. Is this, like, number is nine this the in North America? Is this the heavy part? Yes, this is, I suppose, this is theoretically the, break, the This is the part. breakdown. Is there, are there any other rock operas that have breakdowns? Because that, they're innovating by recycling from other genres. <laughs> Alright, I don't care anymore about the storm descending. It has descended into I this. I make no guarantees that we will complete every like minute of this album. We're I just gonna like, I cycle through it and see how, see how we can handle it. I certainly don't think I can complete this album. Is, is this the science part? <laughs> Right? It sounds right. This is like we're breaking into the lab. Or like it's like some X Files stuff. That like we're about to witness something we're not we might not be ready for. Like the rest of this album. <laughs> I'm right. He said this it. This is called the haunting. I still can't get over how it's a big deal that he's agnostic. Like, is th is that like a theme? Like that was a theme on like the first album. Like, actually, not yes, not exactly. It was more that like he was talking about gnosticism, which I assume he doesn't know what that means if, if he's like thinks it has to do with agnosticism. But uh, it sounds like he's talking about the same themes since the first album, and like they have like ten albums or something now. Ridiculous. All right, that's yeah. moving on. Oh good, another quote-unquote heavy one. This is like, this is like a 90s sabotage reject. <laughs> yes. I thought that the, the one with the piano thing earlier sounded kind of like a sabotage song too. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, those are the ones that I like to like Because that's the closest thing to Meatloaf in metal, is sabotage. Oh yeah, because the Streets. Yeah. That <laughs> album that I hate. <laughs> streets. Somebody posted a video from the John Oliva's Pain Streets performance, and they're like, who else was there? And I watched the video, I'm like, yeah, I was there, and apparently I'm the only one who remembers it correctly, because everyone's like, it was so great. I'm like, did you watch the video you just posted? Because <laughs> the, the video evidence implies otherwise. Yeah. This is the title uh, track, Ghost Lights, so I, I guess we should... This is the titular here. track? The titular track. And the title track. Sounds like power metal. Yeah, I mean, this is like as power metal by numbers as you can get, basically. If only this lead were harmonized. Oh, that's painful. <laughs> this, right. Uh, oh, yeah. Like this, if you played this, oh my god, this would be great. If we just played this part, like, 
to a million people and ask me like, what band is this? You have, you yeah, there, no. There's like <laughs> 900 bands it could be. <laughs> yes. And they've all played at Prog Power. <laughs> <laughs> no, only the ones that could get into the country. <laughs> Does, like, is it painful to sing like that? I don't know. It seems like it would be exhausting. Yeah, because you're, 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 you're at that point you're just depriving your brain of oxygen. <laughs> <Yeah>. So. <laughs> Wait, did he say the shake and rumble? I mean, like, I feel like I'm just sort of making up <laughs> words that I want to hear. But like, at the same time, I think maybe I actually did hear that. What? It almost doesn't matter if it's exhausting <laughs> to sing like that, because it's exhausting so to listen, listen to, to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of singing way too high. Uh, is this the orchestral part? <laughs> <laughs> there will be more choirs. That's like orchestral, right? It's so orchestral. <laughs> we all like sang together. There was a harmony. <laughs> there was no counterpoint. Did he say off to New Horizons? Yes. Oh, yeah. Because I know a power metal song where they say that a lot. And they tell you, to New Horizons, fly. That's that's where you should fly is, is to New Horizons. I, I can't do it. Oh, I'm my sorry. God. Yeah, that's oh. enough of that. <laughs> oh. I've been told this one is particularly cheesy or something. I mean, the bar is pretty high, but like, you, I, I'm believing. I'm... Yeah. What? Draconian, Draconian Love? Love? Yes. Yeah. Is really the name of the that? title. Is the name of the song, yes. I'm not really familiar with, uh, with <laughs> his relationships. <laughs> Just walk away, dude. You're not a prisoner. <laughs> what is it? What? They were like, we listen to Typo Negative. We don't really get it, but, um... <laughs> kaleidoscopies. Oh. Unfortunately, not this song. There's a bomb in the studio, and if the 4-4 pulse stops, it will go on. <laughs> But it's what? like it's like this weird not gang vocals but also not harmonized? Draconian love, they keep saying that. 
none of this makes any sense. I'm sorry. And we're not just talking about the lyrics. (laughs) If you say it a bunch of times, that does not validate it. It doesn't suddenly mean mean anything. What? I think the lyrics in the last Memory Garden album make more sense than this. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, not even close. I think the lyrics on the last ICP album make more sense than this. <laughs> Well, uh, there, it's, there it's is just a, gonna be these sections are just gonna repeat. Let's, yeah, we gotta we'll, go to the we'll next song. The next one. That is not. That's the first thing that's like not blatantly <laughs> major key on this album. It took to track. What is this track six or something? That doesn't sound like Queensrÿche. <laughs> this was totally like. Do they know what year it is? Well, what year is it in Germany? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. I was just in Austria, but I haven't been to Germany. This, this solo is definitely from 1988. no time to waste because it's gonna be the 90s soon <laughs> and who knows what, what they'll bring. I keep waiting for the 90s to come but they never do. <laughs> they just never come. Moral, I found out what the era holds. It's more of the 80s. <laughs> oh. Oh. What is this? Is it? No, look, they just abandoned everything that the yep. song was working yep. on. They're like, time for the sing-along chorus. And it's yep. such a sing-along chorus, we're not even waiting for you to sing along. We got a whole bunch of people to sing along. We don't need you to sing along. We can do it our damn selves. It's not, uh, I hate this sing-along, sing-songy crap. It's, this is so awful. People are going to pay money to see this? Oh, yeah. It's not me. I would I would pay money to get out of going to this. Like if I like if I was dating someone Tickets are available. If I was dating someone that wanted to go to this, I would I would literally I'm gonna cover this entire episode in a watermark where periodically you just hear tickets currently still available for Avantasia in New York City at the PlayStation Theater. I would pay someone to be like, you have to come to this thing or I'm going, like, this other thing that's not the show, or I will be deeply offended and be like, I, God, sweetie, we can't right. go. There's another song we only made it halfway through before it was clearly, obviously, it was just gonna well, keep I'm, repeating. 
Well, I don't oh, know wait. because they like they totally a bit. Oh, okay, now yep. we're back to yep. another chorus. See? All right, yeah. Just when you thought something else was gonna happen, they're like, just kidding. Well, the song was so incoherent. I thought maybe it was gonna take another left turn, yeah. but instead they were just gonna stack the same incoherent blocks yeah. next to each other. Is this the orchestral part? Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is. <laughs> yeah, it's a little smooth. I don't know. It's almost grabbed me. No, this sounds like a like a bad you know movie sequence. I love those. This yeah. is like the beach montage. Also sounds like a, a keyboard preset. <laughs> oh, it's this sunset. Is, the, is this the training on the beach yep. at sunset? Yes. And so it's you only get the silhouette of them training. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wait, are we sure this isn't from the Karate Kid soundtrack? Wait, <laughs> did she say all of those sweet embrace? Yeah, they're they're European. They're, they're not good at the <laughs> the language. He's gonna definitely be on the ESL lyric episode. <laughs> yes, he's definitely. Yeah. Right. This that's been in the back of my mind this yeah. whole time. I'm like, this is we gotta start. We're losing a lot of material. There's here. a few obvious ones, but we gotta. There's gotta be more. I know he's gotta sit down and think about it and like. Honestly, Spotify has been very helpful in my process of preparing podcast Wait, episodes. Is this the is this the girl from Within Temptation, or does she just sound exactly like her? Uh, look it up. It's because either it's a blatant ripoff or it's her. Yeah, she's on it. This yeah, is the there you go. A band we saw at Happy Montreal. Uh, Sharon Denadel with Intimidation. Also, pretty sure the rest of this song is going to be the same shit. Maybe a key change or two, but uh, I think we can <laughs> safely move on. It is a Back Mother Metals song. In theory. Ugh. So many major songs. So many cliches. Too many cliches. We should make a total like metal looking t-shirt that says too many cliches. <laughs> yes. Also, speaking of which, the title of the song is Babylon Vampires with a Y. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We need, like, a cliches per minute counter. <laughs> yes. It would break. <laughs> we, it probably only has, uh, can handle 64-bit numbers. <laughs> no, just every time there's uh, a cliche. Oh, shit, it's not, it doesn't work. My air horn isn't working. <laughs> oh, oh, well. Foils. I, I can't play it. I can't remix this shit live. <laughs> Evitation remix is Evitation New York PlayStation Theta Manhattan Manhattan That would actually be an improvement (laughs) (laughs) I'll put it in the description anyway I'll just say we remixed it You could say derivative work And it would have two meanings (laughs) Yes (laughs) Oh no Oh boy, how did this get happier? Because Babylon is burning and they're totally like into <laughs> and that. And they're loving it. They're like, yeah! 
The orcs. But vampires are, don't like fire. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Well, it's vampires, not orcs. Whatever. I mythical. Just... Whatever mythical creature. Wait, are the vampires ba the bad guys or the good guys? I'm Kim. Wait, whatever the scientists. Wait, right, I don't know what the science has did to do they with make Babylon vamp vampires. Did they make vampires? I, I Is this one of those you. like science gone mad? Under no circumstances could I explain <laughs> this to you any better. Uh, if you could, we couldn't be friends anymore. Right. I, I don't think I'd have this podcast if I could explain <laughs> what this album is about. Uh, like, like I know these things are bad, but then. I avoid them, and so then when I'm confronted with them, it's difficult for me to reconcile that they're like actually this bad. Because I, this was this was made by adults, like grown men yeah. that are older than you and me. Yes. Like this wasn't this isn't like. And they're paid to do this shit. It's not like the kids that are the flavor of the month, and they're like barely 18, and it's just like some record label threw some drugs at them, and they think, hey, girls will be into us if we do this dumb crap. These are like grown adults who think yeah. this is this is this, what they want to do. They started doing this in the year 2000, which was still 12 years too late. Right, exactly. And and it's 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 gotten less much. It's gotten more immature and more like right. They, they, well, it's it's they just dumbed it down. Like right. it's more derivative. And a fiery what? I don't know. A lot of things are burning, but including my ears and my yeah. brain. Oh, it's that's okay. This we know now. The entire we hit the halfway mark, and we know there's going to be a solo and the rest <laughs> of the exact same thing, which means we can move on to this song, which is called Lucifer. So I'm sure it'll be a heavy metals song. Wait, okay, the scientist ballad, to vampires and now the devil. What I don't is this like a mythology? There's always some shit about like Gnostic, like like Gnosticism or some shit, and so it always has something to do with like religion, from what I've seen. But I, I only know like about the first half of the first one. Is this like a whole like come to Jesus kind of thing? Is no, because it's all about how he's sm smarter than. I think it's all about how he's uh, about how he hacked into his own brain. And then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> holy, no, you didn't say right. Holy, holy shit. Oh, he does say holy shit, though. Yeah. So it is religious. <laughs> oh, I wish I could do that that accent. It's I, so great. I think it's just him being superior about not being religious or something. And, like, doesn't get that that's not worth writing, like, ten albums about. <laughs> and, yeah, there's a lot of talk about science, but, uh... Pff, Way I, more about religion. Yeah. And vampires. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of science in the uh, in the lyrics, when I can tell. Uh, oh my god, Yorn, I'm so bored by the song. Yorn had another Babylon song on yeah. that, on that, uh, uh, was it the Mundanus Imperium album or the Sorcerer album? Is that Yorn? Yeah. His voice still kills me though. Like he's no, so good. No, great. His voice yeah. is super good. And he's thinking about how Lucifer's going to take you home. I assume to fuck you. Like, <laughs> well, center of your something. <laughs> yeah. the, the place where your body ends and your soul starts. <laughs> My root shot. <laughs> Roots. Oh, I'm sorry. It is a power ballad. 
course it is. Oh, make sure you get that that 80s whammy in there. Do you like stuff that sounds like other stuff you've heard before? Cause we're covering it all. <laughs> Should I live in peace with the world? <sighs> this is... This is not good. Yeah, I'll make you see what you're made of tonight. <laughs> no, but you're right. There's not a single memorable riff on this whole thing. No, like I said, there's never been a guitar riff on an Aventasia album. Like, a real guitar riff. There hasn't been, like, I mean, a... I haven't heard, like, nine of them, but still, Wait. I'm just... I'm positive there's never been a guitar riff. <laughs> I thought they're not supposed to touch. <laughs> Lucifer's gonna touch you. He's gonna Aww. touch you, all right. <laughs> And it's over. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, I was excited for <laughs> a second. The sweet mercy of death has not come yet. There's only three songs left, though, at least. And this one, to add to the cliche count, is called Unchain the Light. They got a bunch of these titles sound like titles from like the first Aventasia album like shuffled with other titles from other songs. Like they look, they they're just, all like they half have of words a in a hat. Okay, and after they draw the word, they put it back in like, the Like, there's literally an Ed Guy song called Babel, something about Babylon, and there's, uh, oh, the one from the first album that we used on the power metal one was called Reach Out for the Light, <laughs> and this one is Unchained the well, Light. That's, but that's the thing, they, it's like Babylon, like, there's always the same group of mythological references, right. like vampires, Babylon, all this stuff. Like, it's super rare that people go outside... <laughs> This like chunk of story that even if you failed high school history, <laughs> you still remember the name. You're like, that was a thing. The pre-approved metal topics. Like, yeah. These are the pre-approved topics for, for metal songs. Or, you know, reasonable facsimiles of metal. Things that sound cool, but might also make you sound learned, <laughs> but probably not to anyone who actually is. This is like the most predictable song so far, I think. Did he say it with your head in the noose? Because it kind of sounded like he said, with your head in the noose. <laughs> That's what Be I like, thought he I'm said. I'm all over the headlines. <laughs> That's what I'm keeping up on current events. That's what I thought he you said. You know, like, <laughs> the latest <laughs> science and the vampires <laughs> and uh, Babylon's on fire. Did you guys read about that? Uh. Uh. <laughs> hey, look, there's a headline that uh, Aventasia have a new album. <laughs> so the, the next song title... They couldn't decide which of these uh, cliche-sounding titles to use, so it's called A Restless Heart and Obsidian Skies. <laughs> Wait, is that and or like a slash? No, it's literally like what? A Restless Heart and Obsidian Skies. <laughs> uh, 
which sound like two separate they, song titles. They couldn't choose they... just one or the other. Just, well, just, they couldn't make two songs because they don't really understand song structure. <laughs> right. So. And it's not even halfway through, and there's no way I could possibly listen to any more of this song. <laughs> so let's listen to A Restless Heart and or Obsidian Skies. <laughs> I mean, I would normally say let's not, but for the purpose of this exercise... It's the penultimate uh, song. <laughs> All that means is that it's almost over. <laughs> Wait, is it this? Is uh, this is like the end of Top Gun? <laughs> or possibly a later Highlander movie, <laughs> where they no longer had the rights to Queen. <laughs> this is like the bury your best friend music for sure. <laughs> yes. But you're remembering like all the important stuff he did. He didn't die in vain. <laughs> he's not really dead he's behind you <laughs> Satan <laughs> he just gave you the thumbs up to let you know it would be okay <laughs> but then you look away and when you look back he was gone <laughs> That's like <laughs> blasphemous. I'm super confused. Or is he talking about the university? I, uh, 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 I don't know. Is he just listing things now? I'm like, uh, I'm so confused. Just li listening to this is exhausting because it's perplexing. Again, these are adults. <laughs> yes. Up to where? There's Bad a lot one. of mention of being on the way to things in this album. He's always on the way to somewhere, yeah. but nowhere that I. Hey, can he never gets tell. there. Hey, New Horizons. All right. To New Horizons, fly. Right. <laughs> the, Comma, look, fly. <laughs> look, look. Just three more times over the horizon, <laughs> and then we'll be there. Maybe it's about how the world is round, so he's always... He keeps going, and he doesn't know why he keeps coming back to the same place. Wait, are you telling me this isn't, like, a space thing? <laughs> no, this oh. is not a space thing. Okay. This I guess is a I more got, fantastic album. I got confused after talking <laughs> about Ed Guy's space cop, space to, police. To use their terminology, this is a more fantastic album. <laughs> Maybe it's like a hollow earth conspiracy theory album. Yeah, no, it's yes. like an earth or, or the flat earth because yeah. they're they're constantly going towards the horizon and, and they never, never get, get anywhere. And they keep they keep even coming back to like the same places and they're like, why? Maybe they're on a boat and they don't understand how currents work. Maybe. The blaze in the trail. They're, they, these are the new horizons. Yep. Because no one's been there before. No one's Except, which is completely ironic, since that is the antithesis of what this music implies. I want to go through like all the lyrics and just like cross out every single trope they use in all the songs and see what's left. You'll have no Not much. Left. Yeah.
just like this album. On and on and on. <laughs> yeah. Emperor just is gonna just solo and repeat, so. Last track. Wake up to the moon. Uh, and they they chose the uh, learning to live keyboard patch. <laughs> <laughs> Which also was the last song on an album. <laughs> Oh wait, this is the orchestral part. I get it now. Yeah. Those synth strings, man. That's like a third of an orchestra. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Would it kill them to like learn counterpoint? It might. might yeah, it might. I, I realized that shortly after I <laughs> said that. The stars are gonna line up. Like, for, if you're gonna take a moment to not be derivative <laughs> idiosyncratic and tropey, the stars are gonna line up is not that moment. <laughs> Rise to the oh, occasion. Also doesn't sound very scientific unless he has, because he doesn't say why they're gonna line up or how they're gonna, I mean. Maybe they built some sort of it sounds like a very space machine to, al to align the stars. <laughs> I think they just used it to draw dicks, to be honest, because <laughs> that's what this album sounds like. Goodness shines. I don't know how you're supposed to know this is like the finale, because it's it's the same, like, tone as the choruses of every other song. He's, did he say wake up child to the goodness of the... Because I hope he I said news. Was it like wayward up? child wake up to the moon? Yeah, because the title of it is wake up to the moon. Oh, okay. So I don't, All right. I don't know what that means, but... Or how it's scientific in any way. Whatever he's been trying to teach you with this album, you've learned it by now. Just not any of us. <laughs> right, apparently. <laughs> Apparently we didn't wake up to the moon, which, not. I mean, it sounds like that's kind of a late, late time of day to wake up if the moon's already out. What I learned is I hate this band. <laughs> like, there's a way to do, like, supergroup with gang vocals, and it's not this. Yeah. And still, you know, gang vocals. Yeah. No, but it's this weird, it's not harmonized choruses, it's not gang vocals. It's like this weird, like, let's just all sing the... Yeah, it's probably just layered unison. Yeah, it's so bad. Just get everyone to sing the same part, and then they don't have to be in the same studio, you just line them up. And that's why it sounds so awful. Well, that's one reason. <laughs> well, that's one. Then the melodies they're singing, and the songs they're singing them on, and all the other stuff going on. Normally this is where I would skip to the next track, but there's only like a minute left, and then it's and over. And this is so the last one. I'm gonna give him a chance to make something we, at the end of the album sound distinct from the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, who knows? Maybe there's a big finish. It concludes the story of the previous album that we were all so <laughs> anxiously waiting for. So emotionally involved in. That's uh, April 15th at the PlayStation <laughs> Theater. Avantasia, check them out. I'm highly emotionally involved right now. 
but not maybe in the way that they were hoping for. So bad. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Wait, the angels calling you? Is... Fallen angels oh. calling you. Okay, I. <sighs> Darkness, Darkness shines. Some, like yeah. left hand path <laughs> mythology bullshit. I I don't get any of it. <sighs> Like I know, nope. Just it just repeated and faded out. You for know, like five minutes. Like, That's, uh, well, <laughs> April fifteenth at the PlayStation <laughs> Theater. Check out Avantasia. But Dolly, is this an actual beat or is it? April fifteenth at the PlayStation Theater. Avantasia. Avantasia. Please do that. <laughs> you should actually just do like make a whole like hard beat that you shout over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was so I feel like on one hand we were really unfair to that album, but on the other hand, it absolutely does not deserve <laughs> fair treatment. I don't think so we're bad. unfair enough. Like, like, yeah, like, I, uh, like <laughs> even if even if the lyrics aren't total and utter nonsense, if you know additional context, the music is so bad yeah. that I don't care. There's no way that if even if you had the best story possible, it clearly did not translate emotionally to the music at all. And well, it's because just bad, it's just bad music. Yeah, even if Meatloaf actually sang on that track. <laughs> right. It, the album was so bad, even Meatloaf couldn't save it. I mean, he definitely couldn't now. No. Anymore, but, no, but even then. Right, like, even then. Even if he could. 80s, even, if, yeah. 80s, even 1988, Meatloaf. No dice. Yeah. That was really bad. <sighs> just, oh my God. But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm definitely like, I'm definitely in shock after listening to that album because it was really bad. Like, really I mean, bad. I'd say it pretty much was what I expected. But it's like it's one of these things where I think about when I was in college, right? I really liked to drink because you, your brain would just get tired from just doing the same crap all weekend it's like the end of the week and you're like man i just i just want to unwind right yeah. and i was thinking earlier today like how i don't really get that feeling anymore like i just regardless of how many hours i work or you know when i'm riding the train i'm still reading technical documentation like i have that feeling right now like i <laughs> i could like i if you offered me a drink i wouldn't i wouldn't turn it down because just and drinking I, makes you sick i do not right yeah and i I do not feel well after after <laughs> drinking. For context, for those of you who don't know this, but I feel like but I'm willing to. But you feel pretty unwell having I'm, listened to that yeah, as well. I, I'm willing to trade <laughs> some unwellness in my body for a little less in my head. 
that was yeah. it was that you know i might go as far as to say that album was traumatizing it was <laughs> Were you triggered should i have a trigger no. warning at the beginning <laughs> of the episode <laughs> i mean if the uh, I, is this is this a safe space Matt? uh i think it's a pretty unsafe space <laughs> yeah it's I think, given the message, this is the, given the title, is the danger zone. Is that what you're yes, saying? So we, uh, by listening to this we, podcast, you have entered a very dangerous. We zone. went to the danger zone. Yes, <sighs> it's. Uh, I'm just, just confused. Like I, I don't even men. know what to say after that. There are adults. Like, These adults did this. Yeah. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, please subscribe on iTunes or yourmusicisbad.com. Go see Avantasia in New York City at the PlayStation Theater on April 15th. Uh, Tickets are available on AXS.com, and we'll post a link with the podcast. And check us out next time when we're talking about songs about butts.